All right, we've done the limit of a constant. We've done the limit of just x. We've done the limit of a constant times a function. We've done the limit of a sum or difference of two functions. We've done the limit of a product of two functions. So now, of course, we've got to do the limit of a quotient of two functions, f of x over g of x. Now, notice they say if m is not equal to 0, because you remember what m represents? The limit as x approaches a of g of x. g of x is in the denominator. That's our little localized disaster. We'd be dividing by 0. So we would have to have that this bottom function is not going to 0 as x approaches a, or we won't be able to do this. So they say, if m is not 0, then the limit as x goes to a of f of x over g of x is, you can take a guess, and I bet you'd be right, the limit as x approaches a of the numerator can be found and then divided by the limit as x approaches a of the denominator, which we know has been defined to not be 0. And so when we simplify that, we have, again, m over, oops, that's not right. What did I do wrong? m is a denominator. We have l over m. And that's our limit. So we can just take the limit of a quotient and just write it as the quotient of the two limits. And the top limit is L and the bottom limit is M, which isn't 0. So we have L over M. So now we are dealing with something like this. Is this going to give us 0 over 0? A lot of people often think that it does, and they try to factor this x squared plus 1, and they're on a test, and they're nervous, and they're thinking, x squared plus 1, I know this factors, right? x squared minus 1 would factor for you, but x squared plus 1 doesn't factor. Even if you could factor the numerator, uh, well, then actually that would change things, wouldn't it? Because I'd put x minus 1 on the bottom. But it doesn't matter, actually, in this case, because x is not approaching... 1, it's approaching 3. So this is an example of what we just looked at. If you take the limit of the numerator, that's just 3 squared plus 1. Oh, we haven't justified this 3 squared yet, have we? We need one more theorem, and then we're going to do it. So we have 3 squared plus 1 over, and then the limit as x approaches 3 of x is just 3, and the limit of a constant is just the constant back again. So that justifies the direct substitution in the denominator. So we have 3 squared plus 1 is 10 over 3 minus 1 is 2. So we get a limit of 5 because this was not equal to 0. So this is an example of the limit as x approaches a of f of x over g of x. And as I mentioned before, we've justified the limit of the denominator. We've justified how you can just add 1 here. But we haven't justified why you can square the 3. So that's our final theorem, theorem 7.